0: Curtis Lewa, Curtis Lewa, Rip and Reed, check this out. This is the Rip and Reed, featuring Curtis Lewa,
1: Walking oh, now
0: to the Bernard McGurk Studios of seventy-seven WABC and Curtis Lewa, This is the Rip and Reed. <laughs> When you go down into the bowels of New York City, into the vast subway system, it is a seething cesspool of criminal activity, of homeless who live there, of the emotionally disturbed, of flotsam and jetsam, the smell of urine and defecation and decay of the system. It uh, It is falling apart. Day by day, when you compare it to other first world subway systems uh, and metros, and even some third world countries that I've been in, it is completely falling apart. And particularly morning, noon, and night, if you happen to be on a platform and you look to your left or the right, you will see dozens and dozens of rats doing the horror, the tarantella, and the crypt dance. But anyway, today is one of those two days of the week that Nancy Slewood joins us on the Rip and Read for the deep dive. And one of the many subject matters that she has latched herself onto is the d- decay of the mass transit system in our tri-state area. We've talked about Amtrak, New Jersey Transit, We've talked about the PATH train. We spent a lot of time talking about the MTA money-taking agency, the subways, buses, Metro North and Long Island Railroad. But the ultimate uh, system that is in need of a colonic and the Rotoruda man to go in there and just deal with the incredible amount of crime and all the perverts that hang out there and want to prove to women that they're not suffering from uh, um, uh, and an inability to uh, perform as a man, but because they want to show you that they're turgid and not flaccid. Erectile dysfunction. It's the subway system of New York. And yesterday at the weekly press conference of Eric Adams, he wanted to assure everyone, even though the crime is skyrocketing in the subway, the technology is ultimately the cure for that. Embracing technology as part of our transit and our citywide police operation makes our job easier and allow our manpower to be used better. I remember, Nancy, uh, he said on a previous occasion that he's a tech buff, right?
1: Well, yes, yeah, supposedly that that's his claim to fame when he was in the NYPD. He's all about stats. He's all about technology, so... Um, Sadly, just this past week, Robbie Robot was put into early retirement. So, you know, he was was railed as like the the future of of technology in the system, and he couldn't even walk around the system without being accompanied by two cops. So that was a miserable failure.
0: We're sitting shiver right now for Robbie Robot. Let me just remind you the first time I saw this robot that Eric Adams swore to all of us was the future, the here and now of law enforcement in the subway system. He was perched at his location in 42nd Street, Times Square, in the transit system next to the entrance to the 1-2-at-3 train, behind police barriers and always protected by two uniformed transit police. I looked at that robot and I said, my golly, it reminds me when I was a kid, before you were birthed, Nancy. Of the program lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson! Danger, no, Will Robinson! Danger, danger, Will Robinson! Danger, no, Will Robinson! Danger, danger, Will Robinson! Danger, no, Will Robinson! Danger. So you see, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> could you explain to the audience? Because I'm ready to break down, my my very dear buddy. I did so many videos. With Robbie the robot there, the transit police said he will no longer be on
1: patrol. Yeah, I mean, they, they did very little um, you know, research into whether or not the concept of something like this would work in a transit station, which they should have done because, unfortunately, Robbie robot doesn't have legs, so he can't take the steps. And so that's problem number one. He was forced to, like, spin in a circle. And, and again, he's supposed to be eyes and ears, so, you know, they can kind of just keep him stationary. He's more or less like, um, like a big camera um, and we're still paying the contract because they have a six-month contract. So they're they're claiming that they're figuring out where they're going to deploy him next, as though maybe there's a future for Robbie somewhere in the system. We just don't know where yet. He's been
0: mothballed.
1: You know, he, he would make sense putting him on one of those elevators where you have to press the button up and down. That would be perfect job for him.
0: <laughs> you mean up at 191st <laughs> Street where they have that, uh, that sort of uh, low-budget barrier to keep you from falling into the tracks?
1: That's a horrible station. Oh, God.
0: And then uh, Eric Adams had to address yesterday why all of a sudden crime is out of control in the subway system. We know we have to focus on uh, transit crime. Our transit system must re- remain safe. Uh, we had a shift in the number of offices we had uh, underground. Uh, the funding uh, ran out. Well, what did he say at the end of that? Apparently they ran out of money. Well, how could they run out of money? They're giving all this money to the illegal aliens.
1: He put his hands in his pockets. There wasn't anything left.
0: But they, they just
1: gave snap
0: cards to the illegal aliens as soon as they well, arrived at the Roosevelt yeah, Hotel. He meant,
1: he meant there was no money after he gave the money to the migrants.
0: No, he couldn't have said that. Uh Wrong way, Lou Ruffino, I want to hear that cut again, please. Uh, the mayor of the city of New York saying the reason that transit crime has exploded in the subway, and you'll give us the breakdown afterwards, Nancy. Is because we ran out of money. We know we have to focus on uh, transit crime. Our transit system must re- remain safe. Uh, we had a shift in the number of officers we had uh, underground. Uh, the funding uh, ran out. How do you run out of funding for policing well, when he- you have when you seem to be able to find all kinds of money for the illegal aliens?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, obviously that that wasn't part of the plan to have the police on there in the first place. So, I mean, yeah, he's just making things up. But that's a horrible answer to say as the uh, the general, as he likes to call himself, of New York City.
0: And, by the way, a man who says, uh, you know, he's a tech geek because when he was a transit cop, he never was on active patrol. He was assigned to the records division that had all paperwork at that time and as a computer programmer. He took all the paperwork and he started programming it onto floppy disks.
1: You, you, you get this feel from him that he's someone who gets impressed with shiny toys. So I think that what's happening is these vendors are coming up to him and saying, oh, this looks fantastic. And he's being sold on it. Oh, this is great. And and unfortunately, he has the ability to write out the checks for these silly ideas and all of his technology that he's tried to implement thus far in the MTA has been a miserable failure and a waste of money.
0: Can you please outline to our many listeners, some of whom will never take the subway again, <laughs> how bad the stats are.
1: Okay, so yeah, so when he was giving his press conference yesterday, he really went out of his way to say how great crime is, it's down, in every single stat according to him, with the exception of the subway, so that that's not a big deal. You know, he, he kind of had a really short little message about it. But the problem is the crimes that are up in the subway, you're talking about felony assaults, okay? 53% jump, okay, in felony assaults.